and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a podcast with me, Brittany Duncan, a millennial homemaker. Join me each week as I share all the things I've learned that make keeping your home, garden, and life running smoothly all while working. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so you get the episodes downloaded straight to you every Monday. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast and happy June. Can you believe that it's June already? Summer can pass by in the blink of an eye, especially if you live in colder weather locations. We spend months and months anticipating warmer weather and sunshine, and it can pass by in the blink of an eye if we let it. The key to not letting it pass by is to make your summer bucket list of fun activities and then actually put them on the calendar. Book time for them. For me, if I don't schedule time for fun, the days go by and fall approaches all too quickly before I've gotten in my summer activities. If you have a method for tackling your summer fun list, I'd love to hear about it. Message me on Instagram at untraditionallytraditionalpod and let me know how you get your fun in throughout the summer. Because if I'm being honest, I jot down my ideas for this episode about a few weeks ago and I still have not scheduled my fun activities for the summer. So I need help as much as the next homemaker does. As return listeners know, at the top of the month, I love to talk about what's in season. To add to last month's list that included some of my favorites like rhubarb and fresh peas that also extend through June, we also add berries and cherries to our list. If fresh berries don't scream summer, I don't know what does. If you follow along with me on Instagram, you may have saw that we planted three blueberry bushes early in the spring, but I had to do one of the hardest things. The class I took about growing blueberries instructed us to remove all the flowers, all the flowers, from our berry plants the first season that we grew them. It was torture. But the idea is that you remove these flowers the first year and the plant, rather than sending its energy to produce fruit, sends its energy to the root system and you end up with a better established, stronger plant that will have a more bountiful and successful harvest for its whole life. So this was one of the do it better, not more decisions. I decided to skip having homegrown blueberries this year so that we could have better blueberries in the future seasons. Fortunately, we also have two hanging baskets with seascape strawberries, so we're still getting our our homegrown berry fix. So far, they have produced two strawberries, um, but I have high hopes for the rest of the summer. We're, we're still early in here, but they there's something like a homegrown strawberry. I mean, when you have a, a truly natural homegrown strawberry that hasn't... Um, come out of a lab or where else you know our generic uh, strawberries are coming from it tastes different you know you taste it and you're like zapped right back to being a child you know picking fresh strawberries from a berry farm it they taste different you're like ah, right this is what it's supposed to taste like anywho rants about strawberries over let's dive into the meat about today's episode which is how to set your home and kitchen up to be able to enter time anytime, particularly in the summer. This is a skill that took me a while to learn. And honestly, for me at least, 80% of it was just having the confidence to do it. I picked up ideas from friends and family who seemed to entertain with ease and implemented them into our home. And a lot of my confidence came just with simple practice. You know, practice makes perfect, although I'm nowhere near perfect, but 
there are several steps you can take to set yourself up for success, which I'm going to dive into. And the first step is to keep it simple. When you're starting out your entertaining journey, maybe have one to two guests instead of a whole group. Make your meal lunch or happy hour drinks and snacks. You don't have to start out the gate preparing a three-course meal for five people. One of the ways that Johnson and I like to invite people to our home on the fly is with drinks and charcuterie. And this brings me to my second tip, which is to have supplies on hand. Drinks and charcuterie last for a long time and are very easy to have on hand. It's a rare day that you won't find three to four types of cheese in our fridge, one to two types of crackers in our cabinets, and apples in a bowl on our counter. Our fridge usually has a bottle of white wine and several local beers in case friends stop by, and a variety of LaCroix and kombucha for those that don't drink alcohol. I'm going to diverge on that for a minute. Johnson and I don't drink. And it's becoming more and more common for adults not to consume alcohol for a number of reasons. As someone who doesn't drink, it's nice when a host offers me a beverage to enjoy other than water. It's not necessary at all. But keeping a can or two of LaCroix in your fridge is a really nice gesture to make your guests feel at home that don't consume alcohol. Okay, back to the cheese board. Within 10 minutes, I can have drinks served and a cheese board made. It's low pressure, can be nibbled on casually over good conversation, and sometimes Johnson and I will invite guests over for happy hour before going out to dinner. It allows us to entertain and extend an evening with friends without adding the pressure of cooking the entire meal. There are several versions of this concept that can be adopted, some of which can really be their own meal. If you make up a pot of fondue, chop up some veggies, bread, and other dipping items, That's a casual meal that can be enjoyed by many. Maybe you want to host brunch or breakfast for dinner. Make a bunch of pancakes or waffles and then put all the toppings in bowls and let your guests finish their own creations. Think outside the box with this. You can have your traditional fruit, whipped cream, and maple syrup available, but maybe you also put out some kimchi and scrambled eggs if people want to go the savory route. Summer is the perfect season for casual get-togethers. If you have a grill... Burgers, hot dogs, and sausages are the perfect easy dinner to entertain with. Keep some good chips on hand and a bag or two of salad and you can throw together a dinner at home super simply. A method I heard on the Lazy Genius podcast was to have a go-to entertaining meal that you decide on once. For example, you could decide that sausages, pasta salad with pesto, burrata and peaches, and ice cream bars is your summer go-to entertaining meal. Keep those items on hand, and if you invite friends over, fire up the grill for peaches, sausages, and buns. While you're waiting for the grill to heat up, you boil some dried pasta and add a jar of pesto and some cherry tomatoes. Give that a stir to combine. Top your burrata with those grilled peaches, and then lay everything out on your picnic table and let your guests dive in. If you've got the freezer space, keep a box of ice cream bars handy for dessert. Be sure to check out my episode on keeping your freezer your friend, if you don't have space. Your entertaining meals do not have to be overly complex or fancy, especially in the summer. I mean, come on, who doesn't love a grilled sausage and an ice cream sandwich, right? I love that in summer, you can expand your entertaining space into your backyard as well, which helps to make things casual. Paper plates and fun napkins are my go-to for back porch impromptu hosting. I talked about this on our Set Your Table episode, 
but the quality of disposable servingware has gotten so good. It makes your guests feel at ease, saves you from having to wash up a bunch of dishes. Use your space, and if you've got a fire pit, consider hosting a hot dogs and s'mores night. I often feel that we make entertaining so formal and stressful when really it's an opportunity to do something fun that you wouldn't go do regularly, a chance to be a kid again. Don't let your dishes be the thing that holds you back from that. All of these meals are easy for parents with kids to enjoy. It can be hard for little ones to sit still at a table to enjoy beef wellington or chicken cordon bleu. Knowing the stage of life your guests are in and catering to it is important. I have three older brothers, all with littles, and it's given me an opportunity to see firsthand the things that should be factored in for family entertaining. It's a different game. With family entertaining, finger foods are helpful. Juice boxes, um, actually Hint Water makes some flavored water ones that are great for kids and sensitive to parents that may not want to have their uh, children consume white sugar or sweeteners. And some form of entertainment is really helpful. My brothers all have water tables at their home and it gives kids something to play with while adults talk. Another fun option for all ages is cornhole or badminton if you have the space. Something that's easy to store and easy to set up if you're having guests come over. Lastly, I will talk about how to go the extra mile with a summer essentials basket. I saw this the other day and I thought it was genius. Throw some ball caps, a sun hat, some extra sunglasses, adult sunscreen, kids sunscreen, bug spray and wipes, um, a light blanket or two for when the night temps drop into, you know, a colder degree into the basket and let your guests know that they can help themselves to whatever they need. I've been the guest that forgot sunglasses and spent the afternoon squinting in the sun. Not fun. I also tend to get cold easily, so a blanket being offered when it gets chilly speaks to me. The main idea here is that a little prep work makes it so you can invite guests into your home after a day on the boat, an afternoon at the pool, or if you bump into each other on an evening walk. Have supplies on hand, don't overthink it, and have fun. If you had, if, if you have any tips about how you make your summer entertaining a breeze, I would love to know that as well. Again, you can find me on Instagram at untraditionallytraditionalpod. Follow us there and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening and have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untraditionally Traditional. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with those special people who would love it too and write a review. For more tips and photos of my home and garden, follow Untraditionally Traditional Pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with. 